Welcome back, party people. Episode 30 of Car Party. What's up, Kyle? It's been, What's up, it's man? been a while. How you been? I'm good, dude. Good. Week off. I feel rested, rejuvenated. Yeah, refreshed. Ready to get at it. Listen to the same music over and over. Is there any songs you found that you're like, you know what? This is actually bad. I'm glad I had another week to listen to this. Mm, there was that joint that I originally had on the playlist that I took off with 2C and Baby, And yeah. like second or third pass, I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If we always took two weeks in between podcasts, I wonder if like a few of our songs would be like, ah, man, I'm already spent on this one. Let's get rid of it. I think, I think the quality to time ratio is is pretty good in the one week margin but with two weeks the quality is definitely higher but it doesn't pay off because then you've heard it that weekend so yeah and it's like it's not like we're that dependent on how good of the music that comes out sometimes it's just a trash week and we're like all right we gotta scrap together a trash week um i did enjoy over at our instagram at car party pod go follow it if you haven't already uh, we did a little poll of an electronic song I liked that Kyle didn't like. Uh, the two options were you either sided with me or Kyle. Mine was a sing-along banger. Kyle was a Jonas Brothers worship song, and, and he won. He took the took the cake. Do you have any? Some are calling uh, me the uh, victory speech here. Well, I was just gonna say some have been calling me the EDM king. I would never. I wouldn't say that. Do you want to talk about I mean, how sore of a loser you were after there were four votes? <laughs> it was like three to <laughs> one, and you're like, dude, you put you picked the best part of the song. This is bullshit. <laughs> I do think you, but you admitted to it. You did put the best part of the you song, and put I the still trap won. Of the song. So I mean, yeah, it's fair. Uh, you've and remember when I was like, I don't know if you're gonna ruin this one for me. You kind of might have ruined it. I haven't really listened right. to it since. Nice. Yeah, nice. it was just a very accurate. I don't know. You got me. You got me. If you're gonna be that accurate with your. Uh, your disses of my my songs, I'll take it all day long. Yeah, You're they're, filtering they're out hit. bad music yeah. for me. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So this week we got the same stuff going on. We got new music uh, from the last two weeks. Some throwbacks. We're going back to our top three A to Z. We're working off some artists now. So starting with A, told Kyle he can go first for all of them. Just just to put the pressure on. See if he takes the best artist that starts with that letter, and I'll pick up the scraps if he doesn't. Uh, so let us know what your favorites are. I'm actually that's why we went with artists. I felt like it was easier for other people to kind of chime in. So follow us at Car Party Pod. Uh, we'll throw up those polls to see you know what your favorite artist is with a you know teach us some things. We'll teach you some things. Um, making a playlist, Just a learning learning experience week. all around. Always, always. That's kind of like the point. I'm inter- I'm equally as interested in what other people to say as much as what I have to say. You know. Yeah. Equal. I'm not, but I'm glad you are. Yeah, I know. You never really care what I have to say. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so if we if we move too quickly here, we've started to transition into our songs really well. If you know, sometimes I just forget to say the song I'm talking about. But <laughs> it's 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 a fun little part, you know. You don't even know what's what's gonna come next. We do have a playlist, usually in the episode description, um, or type in Car Party Playlist in the Spotify, and you can see every song we talk about in order. It's pretty dope. We also have like a best of of our hits, which are kind of like our bangers and things like that. And then we also have started like a slow drive one. So we've got some chiller ones on the episode today that we'll probably throw on the slow drive. drive. It's a weird mix of songs that kind of work. I think it works. It does in a very strange way. Yeah, very strange. I think it just fits. Like it needs to be night for that playlist to be on, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like a night drive. I feel like it's a perfect uh, time for the place. We're not trying to get too hyped. Maybe like Sunday night coming back (coughs) from whatever weekend you're having. You're like, man, I just need to chill out for a minute. It's a good playlist for it. Uh, no so go subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Apparently, some weird things are going on with Apple Podcasts, with like all podcasts. So head on over to Spotify if that's giving you some trouble and you can't get our podcast because uh, we're everywhere, wherever you get your pods. Uh, all right, Kyle, what we got first? 
Kicking off new music, we have Interlude by J. Cole. So exciting moment, I think, just in general for yeah. hip-hop and the world in general. J. Cole coming back. His album is coming out this upcoming Friday the... What day is this? Friday the 14th. So I'm not going to spend a ton of time talking about Interlude, aside from the fact that I'll give you, like, you know, that this is a little bit of a taste. Mm-hmm. So it's it was nice to hear him. The full album's coming out Friday, so we'll reserve, I would assume, most of our thoughts about J. Cole until we listen to the entire album and talk, talk about it next week. Um, but I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes. My theory is that he released the interlude because the album is going to be so cohesive that one song wouldn't make sense to release as a single. Yeah. Which and I, I also would be like, super hyped for. I enjoy when singles are, there's only one of them and they're close to the album because it's just like a quick hype it's not like oh my label made me do this i gotta market five songs because i don't know how it's gonna go all that crap he's just like nope and just like get a little buzz going he also released a um a quick little 12 minute documentary Documentary. did you watch that i watched a bit of it i was a little too busy to watch the whole thing but i i did see the first four minutes or something like that yeah it's basically exactly what we would want him to say he said basically saying how hard he's been working on this project uh, he had like a little story that I thought was interesting. At like 21, he was like, why didn't I make it in basketball? Because I didn't put in the work. And that's why he was like, I'm not going to let the same thing happen to music. Because if you don't know, J. Cole is a baller at basketball. Yeah, He's actually going like, to play also, in like the yeah, African League like this yeah. summer or something like that. Uh, he's hooping, hooping, and he has his own shoe with Puma. So like, yeah. this dude really is about that life with basketball. Yeah, so. but this album's called The Off Season, and that's why he called it that. Because it's like, he, he literally talks about how he's been working so hard at music like he's an NBA player in the off season. So I thought that was a pretty yeah. cool title and a little, little preview. I'm excited. I, I just, yeah, we'll reserve our full thoughts on it until next week when we have the entire album, but... My hopes are high. Yeah, and he so, put our, he put our hopes high, which is, I mean, to me means he's really confident in what he's putting yeah. out. Yeah, and and this next artist is lucky he didn't wait to release his album the same week as J Cole, because DJ Khaled the last time he didn't get number one with his album he <laughs> yeah. had a little hissy fit. Uh, yeah. It was so DJ Khaled this week is the number one album. Good for you, man. Uh, Khaled Khaled. In case you didn't know his name, he he put Khaled, it there Khaled. twice for you. Um, and <laughs> last time he released an album, Tyler Creator's Igor was first and he was all mad because that was quote some mysterious shit you never heard he's like dj Khaled <laughs> is like i'm making good music that's some mysterious shit um yeah i don't know i don't is that wrong it was mysterious it, it, it was, was mysterious but like i don't know dj Khaled usually doesn't really put any thought or effort into his project so calling like a one of the best albums of the year some mysterious shit just because he's buttered he <laughs> didn't get first to something uh but go ahead kyle what, what did you think about this album uh it was, in my opinion, Khaled's weakest top to bottom album that he's ever put yeah, out. Yeah, it was bad. So <laughs> it wasn't very good no. from top to bottom, in my opinion. There's some really bright spots, so I'll give it that. But mm-hmm. from an album perspective, like normally we're accustomed to Khaled putting on an album. It's like, oh shit, like banger, 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 banger. Yeah. This had maybe two, I'll take away. The one that we're putting on the playlist, <clears throat> excuse me, is I Did It. It's got Post Malone, Megan Thee Stallion, Lil Baby, and Da Baby. So, I mean, you got that many names on the song, of course, it's going to be pretty decent. But yeah. for me, the reason why I chose this is like, this little baby versus bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, Something's in my throat. I can't say words. Yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. So I, I kind of hate this song, but okay. Lil Baby, this and uh, there's another song, Every Chance I Get, 
he also yeah. had a song. I don't know if he was on this album a third time, but he was like the best part of this album. Like I was brushing my teeth to every chance I get, and I almost like rubbed him off. Like I was just like, oh, damn, <laughs> this is like, this is some heat. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. issue I have with I did it, the one on the playlist is. This is like single-handedly the most embarrassed I've ever been of this generation of music. Like, if your grandpa, your dad asks, or like tells you why music sucks, it's because like of the sample. Yeah, it's sampling Layla by Eric Clapton. Yeah. It's such a classic. I don't know. Yeah. There was a few times like he sampled Layla by Eric Clapton on this song, and also Heart of the City by Jay Z to yeah. start the album. Initially, at the very beginning of the album was like, okay, cool. You're using like one of the best beats of all time of to all start time. your album, and you didn't even change the beat. Like, yeah. you're a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I, I just think, I mean, who is he, Who is DJ Khaled going to be in hip-hop moving forward? That's I don't really know. That's really what it comes down to for me. And it's I like, literally wrote the same thing. I like, who no does he think idea. he is? <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually put this together because I am I really think it's pretty funny. I'll, actually, maybe I'll have you guess. So I, okay. I did the math on strictly for the features on this song. So this song alone, I did it. Strictly okay. for the features. So a little baby verse, a post Malone hook, a Meg the Stallion verse, and a baby verse. How much do you think that costs strictly in feature money? Oh, like you know the answer? I know the answer. I have absolutely like no idea how, how to even guess. I don't know what the average give, give feature me a is like. I mean. How much do you think it costs him just to send to those artists to have them on this song? Uh, like a million each? I don't know. Is that oh, ridiculous? Oh, wow, that's super aggressive. That yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is such I a mean, hard thing to gauge. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe you'd have a little frame of reference. Clearly, oh. you don't. All right. A little baby verse costs a hundred grand. So okay. if you want little baby on a verse, it costs a hundred grand. Post Malone hook costs two hundred thousand. A okay. Meg the Stallion verse costs fifty grand, and a baby verse costs two hundred grand. So this song alone in features. So before they're clearing the sample, before the additional production, before yeah, that sample must have been so pay, expensive. Yeah, hundred percent. So before any of that, strictly off of features, this cost him five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh my god, that is nuts. I mean, you do get a lot of that money back just from like the feature, I'm like sure. love, like people yeah. click on it just because. I'm Twitter. sure. Like this is doing outrageously well. I don't think it's gonna last yeah, yeah, yeah. very long. But no, but that's the thing is like he can throw so much because like this album, top to bottom, had to cost millions and millions yeah. of dollars to yeah. make. But you can throw money around like that when it's going to get the number one album in the in the country, and also just click, 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 click. Because you have the baby, little baby, make the stallion, post Malone, Nipsey Hussle was on this album, Jay Z was on this album. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I, everyone, everyone and their mother was on this album. Yeah, it so. just sounded like a celebrity like karaoke night. Like, all right, you get up there, <laughs> like sing, yeah. sing something for us. It was just like mm-hmm. you're, you weren't hearing like the best shit you ever heard, but it was like cool. I no. got to hear a bit of everybody like in yeah. a hour mediocre album. Yeah, I don't right. know. It's interesting. It's all good. We can be done with it. I just I thought that was funny. How much money this shit cost? I actually really enjoyed that. You should you should keep that up. I love knowing right. like how much people. I don't even know how you looked that shit up. I'm just gonna leave that to let you be your little secret. Yeah, let me handle that. Yeah, I, that's all you. Uh, so DJ Khaled is the only one dropping another one. So is Billie Eilish. Another one. Nice. She's got a nice. song, Your Power. She's newly blonde. Uh, people are all about it. Kyle, <laughs> do you like the blonde? The blonde Billie. I have, I have no opinion on. No on opinion. This wow. Look great. Or, That's great podcasting. Color. That's great. Content. She seems nice. <laughs> I think she's a nice person. <laughs> so this song is not your typical like demonic pitch down vocals with like a creepy crawly bass line, Billie Eilish. Uh, it's a little more kind of like finger picking acoustic little coffee house kind of vibe. Uh, the song feels very like warm and positive, but it's not really of like a positive topic. It's about an abusive relationship she had. Um, she called it one of the more vulnerable songs she's ever written. And I thought it was interesting. We talked about a few weeks ago how Demi Lovato specifically tried to 
like get details of her life out of the way so you wouldn't ask questions about the album. And Billy right. kind of did the opposite where she kept the song very vague, didn't really want to talk about what each individual line was and was just trying to, you know, a lot of people go through relationships like this. And I think she was just trying to keep it broad and vague so like a lot of different people could appeal to it, uh, which I appreciated. And I like the song a lot overall. If you had played this song for me, I think without telling me it was Billie Eilish, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Which I think is a compliment. It just shows that she can like genre blend and do different things. Yeah. But in general, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sure what Billie Eilish's future holds because I think that she was this kind of grungy, not necessarily weird in her music style, but like it sounded like its own genre and mm-hmm. like she was creating something. This doesn't sound like she's creating something new. This sounds like she's doing the Lana Del Rey. She's doing the whatever, whoever it may be that she would be accustomed to in this genre. But I don't really know what the future holds for her. I just, I hope that she, instead of starting to do what other people are doing, she continues to genre carve and like build out her own thing. Yeah. That's yeah. my, my hope as opposed to going straight into like, I don't remember what you referred to it, like a finger picking. Is yeah. That what you said? Like creepy like, crawly baseline, yeah. <laughs> like demonic yeah. pitch down. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm interested by her as a musical artist. I don't know that her music speaks to me directly, but I'm very intrigued by who she can be for music. Yeah. She's, she's very interesting. Um, I do think that if you took her voice away, this was just an instrumental. It'd be a boring song like everybody else. Yeah. Um, but I think her voice is super special. The thing I liked about this song is how, like, I've never heard a song sung so like delicately. Like, mm-hmm. it's barely like the words are coming out of it's her a really mouth. Good it's way just to put like it. slipping out of her mouth. I kind of like was thinking, I don't know, is it like, obviously, she's talking about a relationship of someone she doesn't like or she's, but it's almost like, okay, I've come to terms with this. Like, I'm not raising my voice and yelling at you. I'm just kind of like talking my feelings and saying, like, hey, this is how you're affecting different people in your life. And I kind of thought, that way to like present this was like a very powerful way to do it. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying like, Hey, you, you really fucked with me and you're probably doing it to other people or something. Um, yeah. I mean, people, not people. I just, I think that there's a power and quiet confidence. It's just kind of how I've always handled myself. And so, yeah, that's a hundred percent through here is like, she doesn't need to scream at you to let you know how she's feeling. Yeah. Which is cool. I, I really, that was like my favorite part of the song. I agree. It's not, you know, the flashiest or whatever, but uh, definitely a new era with her and her new hair and new sound. Uh, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see where she goes. Uh, so continuing that little acoustic coffee house kind of vibe, uh, we've got a fun collaboration for this next song. It's Adam Melkor and Lennon Stella, two people we've kind of briefly featured on the pod. Um, Adam Melkor was the guy who did like a little mixtape from quarantine songs. He like made one a week and sent it to his fans. Um, and then Lennon Stella was one of my favorite albums. We actually talked about it. Episode one. My favorite albums from uh, 2020 made it to our car party award show. Um, so they're just a very nice combination. Not a lot, to, not a lot to say, just like kind of wonderful little upbeat summer folk kind of vibe. Uh, and the song's called light year. It's a good one. This is a nap song for me, dude. Yeah. It's, it's like, a, which isn't, a isn't a problem. Song. It's just, this is the song that I feel like in like seventh grade, me would have played this song in front of his friends to be like, no, like I, like I'm musical. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, I know other genres. Yeah. So, yeah. which is, I mean, yeah, it's all good. I'm never going to listen to this song ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'll throw it somewhere. I'm not going to go out of my way for it, but if it runs yeah. into me, I'll be like, oh, it's so nice to see you. Like, you know, that person from high school you don't really have their phone number hey, but it's nice to see guy you know? every yeah. thanks every black wednesday you're like oh what's up hey how how's your job that's, Dude, that's black wednesday is the worst 
I hated that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I have nothing. It was else to rough, say, but like absolutely, <laughs> it was rough. I mean, it's been I a while. Like, I didn't have to go through one last year. Maybe I'll just never do it again. Dude, in West Lafayette, at the bars where like I would bump oh, with the brutal. people I went to high school with, they'd be like, "Oh, townie night," and I was like, oh, "I'm not no. about this. Like, this, this is not for That's me." That's a horrific phrase, townie yeah. night. It's <laughs> like, Lord. Yeah, get they, me you, out. you have the unfortunate coincidence of like two of your lives run together, being like yeah, from pretty close to West Lafayette when you went to college. Man, thank God. I don't know if I'd ever go back to college <laughs> near my high school. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally like if I walk into Harry's these days, I, it's I'm like, Tony oh, night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm out. Like, thanks. Harry's had a time and place when I was twenty to uh, twenty one to twenty three or whatever. But now, if I go back, it's like twenty eight uh, year old guys that graduated from high school four years in front of me, and I'm like, mm, not my dude. Mm, no, no. There's but no Harry's uh, is a great bar. So yeah, Siri. Siri set an alarm for Siri's 8, like, 1 p.m. I don't my know. My name's why, Harry's. <laughs> do you have a nice hey, trans- Siri. Do you have a nice transition for this next one? Because I don't. It's freaking out. La- I, I last said, time hey, you like had all these out. nice transitions. Oh, sorry and... for the next one. Yeah, did you have one? Well, I mean, we would. <clears throat> do you want to race to a race to a good transition? Yeah, ready. Siri, come on. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> Siri, do you have a shut transition that for the next woman one? up? This is the second time on the podcast that Siri How just bursts into the room, like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, uh, we'll we'll race serious? to a transition for the next one. The next song is "Love Race" by Machine Gun Kelly and Kellen Quinn. Mm-hmm. Will MGK ever do a hip hop song again? I don't know. The, the world may never know. I don't. Like, I don't think I'm complaining. I don't think that I dislike MGK as a pop punk guy, but I think it's it's time to decide if this is just a phase. Like if this is, you know, like okay, we're getting close to closing the chapter on this part of his career. Or if he's just full blown a pop punk guy now, because if he is, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I th- this is the weakest release in this genre by him. So it's like for me, it's time for him to get out. Like get back to doing the shit that you're good at. Yeah, and I saw something that's like, oh, this was supposed to be for his upcoming album. I don't think he can do another album of pop punk. Uh, Kellen Quinn is the lead singer of uh, Sleeping with Sirens, who's like a big pop pop punk pop rock kind of band. Um, So, like, maybe that was the reason he just did, like, a one-off song or something. Um, But I'm afraid this is slipping into, like, another album, uh, which I don't really know how great it would go. I will say I would much rather see an all-pop-punk show of MGK than an all-hip-hop show. Because it's – and, like, maybe that's – he's he's doing tours now, so maybe, like, he's just going to kind of keep this going through his next touring cycle and then be like, okay – Maybe like maybe a combo of two would be cool. I don't know how you do pop punk and hip hop, so, but like so I that's don't. the thing. He actually is notorious for doing that when he was a hip hop artist strictly. Oh, okay. So like during his hip hop concerts, when he would be just you know raging doing his typical rap songs, he would play a Blink One Eighty Two song in the middle of his set. Yeah. So he's very known for even before he did this pop punk album, he's very known for doing some sort of punk rock vibe during his actual albums, yeah. excuse me, during his actual concerts. And it's dope. Like, when you're not expecting it, it's a really cool thing. I've seen him in concert, I think, three times. And it was sweet. Like, I would be going from, like, him, like, rapping fast as hell at me to being like, oh, Blink-182 song. I was like, what the hell? Where are we? Yeah, but that makes for a very fun show. Because I, I love concerts, but I don't love, like, hip-hop, like, rappers traditionally. So I feel like I'd really like one of his shows. But I think the other issue he's having is Travis Barker is making all this music for other people, too. It's not like he's just like, oh, I'm saving this pop punk stuff for 
MGK, yeah. he's just getting his bag wherever he can get it back. So it's like yeah. kind of getting played out left and right, not even MGK. Um, the trippy red album was the first warning sign that like, oh, <laughs> Travis Barker's going everywhere with this shit. Yeah, I mean, he's he's getting his bag. He's dating that Kardashian, so he's oh yeah, he is isn't on he? top of the world. Good for uh, him, I guess. Yeah, but I feel like if you were like to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids of MGK and like turn him back like 20 years, it might be the kid Leroy, like a little little weasley little white boy it's like you know <laughs> just aspiring to be like an up-and-coming pop punk rapper uh so next we got the kid Leroy with a little remix uh with miley cyrus um from his hit without you which i didn't really l- love before i don't know i never like went to go listen to it but for some reason the version of miley cyrus i love i love this version dude she's got pipes yes. like pipes pipes because she, she was the musical guest on SNL over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I was just like, holy shit, she's good. Yeah. Like, she is pretty dope. And, I mean, the Kid Leroy's fine. I don't really have any inclination towards him whatsoever. He just sounds like every other new age hip-hop artist right now. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything particular to say about him, so he's kind of a plug-and-play for me. Mm-hmm. But when you add Miley Cyrus to this, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's the okay. difference. When, like, that Miley Cyrus is like a voice that you hear, and you're like, yup, like, no matter where it is. Uh, she's just like it's like a smoky voice, like it's just like yeah. Especially this new era where she's very like grungy. That like smoky Miley voice is so nice compared to like that little whiny little boy. <laughs> yeah, Roy. exactly. Like this became a Miley Cyrus song. Yeah, like, and this is this is now a Miley Cyrus. Song. I think this is my favorite song in the playlist. Like I keep listening to it over and over. Again. Is it really? Yeah, I, I think it's it's the Miley Cyrus part. But like Kid Leroy accents it very nicely. It's kind of hard to say like. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a shame because she just hijacked his song. <laughs> yeah, it's all good though. He's gonna get paid off of it. Yeah, so good yeah. for him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I like I want to see Miley Cyrus in a like a back alley oh, bar yes. where it's like it's like still smoking in there. Like yes. everywhere in the world, there's Ripping no smoking heaters. in restaurants anymore. Yeah. But people are just and I'm like I'm coughing the whole time. But and I'm she's really only doing it. like covers of like old school yeah. like <laughs> classic yeah. rock, like Janis yeah. Joplin or some shit. Yeah, that'd she's be sweet. dope, man. She's dope. Yeah, I hope she continues this kind of phase. I think she, like, just got with a new label that apparently is, like, way better. Like, her last one was kind of fumbling her last era. Uh, so hopefully we keep hearing new grungy, smoky Miley Cyrus. Um, I'm pretty sure that song was all over TikTok. I feel like this next song could be was all it? over TikTok. Um, <laughs> this is the Tiny Meat Gang in Quinn 92. Uh, the only reason it's on here, this song's called Daddy. The only reason the song is on here is because I was like audibly laughing multiple times. <laughs> it's just song. a, it's just a Lonely Island song. It's yeah. Lonely Island 2.0. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. I mean, they're called yeah. the Tiny Meat Gang. Like it's yeah. just about being a dad, and it's just. I literally lyrics. thought, I didn't pay attention when I was listening to the playlist, and I was like, Lonely Island put out a song, and then I looked, and I was like, Tiny Meat Gang. I was like, so basically. <laughs> <Tiny Meat Gang. laughs> yeah, Quinn ninety two might have to rebrand himself to just be like a funny singer. Because, like, when yeah. he's the quirkier he is, the more entertaining he is. Dude, yeah, I'm totally okay with Quinn doing a song like this. I yeah. think sometimes I think he takes himself too seriously. Not and recently. Not recently. Not recently. He's a no, goon not recently, recently at all. But, like, he's just kind of a, a stoic dude in general. Like, kind of stone faced, doesn't really do, like, but now he's, like, being kind of a goofball. Yeah. And it's hitting for me. It's I'm a little bit hitting. back on the, it's, I'm, I'm in on Quinn again. So yeah. My we'll favorite, see. my favorite lines from this one was I built a deck around the house and then I painted it. <laughs> didn't like the kitchen so i renovated it cleaned the plate and told the waitress that i hated it <laughs> like, yeah that's so dad well great. done well, oh also we need to find it could probably be your lady natalie who's on tiktok a lot we need to find a tiktok correspondent that can tell us like if a song we talked about is now on tiktok or vice versa 
because someone was saying we should take like a playlist of TikTok songs and determine if they're good actual songs. Because okay. a lot of people say like, oh yeah, like this song's hot on TikTok. I went to listen to it on Spotify and it's trash. <laughs> like the rest of the song yeah. is awful. So I feel the like a whole one, episode would be kind of fun. Yeah, it's tough though, right? Because a lot of it comes down to does time play the song out? Because yeah, uh, Astronaut in the Ocean by Mast Wolf it's that I was way hard. ahead on. I was way ahead on and I was like, this song's pretty dope, but it's going to be on everything. And now it sucks. Like, I can't listen to that song. I think that song is a good clip, but, like, a whole song definitely gets played out. It's like... Well, the whole song was good originally. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad song. What you know about... And it just keeps every time. It's on a lot of commercials, like ESPN. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, you can get too much of, like, a segment of a song, but, you know, you can never get too much ramen and OJ. (laughs) I've always said that. (laughs) <laughs> so next song is Ramen and OJ by Joyner Lucas. I, it's also great. honestly <laughs> Ramen and OJ sounds like the worst combination. Yeah, like, those I was about flavors to say, don't. Is there something no, yeah, I'm yeah. not getting here? Like, I don't know. I think it's just like two cheap items. Like that's yeah, the okay. point of the song. Is like talking about is ramen orange and, like, juice back cheap? When I was living off. I don't know. If you get like the store brand, yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. And like it's got it's got a lot of flavor. I feel like there's orange juice people out there. Do you know any like 100%. orange juice people? I'm not. I'm I've never. I don't think I I've purchased orange juice in the past like. No, five years there's never life. like i never have tropicana just sit in no. the fridge like that's not my i'm life, never like opening the fridge like panicking honey we're out of orange juice <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh my god not, it's kind of a stoner <laughs> thing i think though i think oj ah, is kind maybe. of like cushion oj was always like the whiz thing cushion back in the day OJ. so yeah i don't know interesting oj simpson and, and OJ simpson yeah um ramen and oj Lu- joiner lucas and little baby this is the least squeaky I've ever heard Joyner Lucas. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm hoping that it, like my take on Joyner Lucas historically has been, I like a Joyner Lucas song the first three times I listened to it. And the fourth time I'm like, quit squeaking, dude. Yeah. Like it's your voice yeah. is annoying. And this was the first time I've listened to this song. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get annoyed of the way Joyner Lucas sounds in this. So that was a positive. And then Lil Baby is just continuing to be a hot feature verse. Yeah. I feel like this is like the, attractive man or woman shows up with their not attractive friend and like the <laughs> second they show up to the party i'm like i forget the unattractive friends even there like i'm just yeah. here for little baby that's it but i'm like officially a little baby guy now took a you while. are in on little baby i like it's it dope. i like it. and I, don't, I haven't even like dug deep into like all right like i'm just into the flow i haven't even yeah. really gotten into like all right let me listen to these bars because that's like the best part so it's like yeah. i'm not even there yet so that's exciting no you're just you're like a. Like, you just went to your first game, and then you're like, oh, I'll go again next weekend. And then, yeah. event, like, you're going to have season tickets soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's a great one. Um, I'm all in. Yeah. So, that last song, I didn't love it. I was sitting still for most of it. Not really moving <laughs> me much. <laughs> this next one, it was not sitting still. And, ironically, it's called Still by Obsky. Uh, this is our first friend of the program. Sliding into our yeah. DMs. He likes when we shot him out on the story. Told us he has a lot of new music coming. Uh, it's all of his music sounds very similar, but it's it's something about it is refreshing to me. If most EDM is I'm like you. you know fat White Castle sliders that smell like shit, and you rarely feel happy after you eat it, it's like a nice grilled chicken salad or something. You know, sure. just just kind of fun. Like, hmm, that was good. I could have another. Yeah, I could not, but I'm I'm refreshing. satisfied. Very refreshing. Yeah. Very refreshing. I'm with you. I don't have a whole lot more to put outside of that. I like his shit. It's it's very palatable. Yeah, EDM. yeah. I think so it's perfect. It's, like tail end of the playlist go follow yeah. our friend Ofsky on instagram he seems like yeah. a nice guy and that's it yeah there you go there you go all right let's talk more mm. i said within the last week or two even 
I can't remember exactly which week it was, but like sometime in a recent episode, I said Moray has to do something in order to earn a spot on the playlist. And here I am two weeks later putting them on the playlist. Well, so I, think I didn't the, realize. I think when you put that song, like the album came out like the day we released. It came out on a weird day. It did. Of course it did. Yeah, it yeah, came out, it came like, out like on a Thursday released. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I put that song in the playlist and then it was just like, oh, here's an entire album. Surprise. And I was just like, God damn it. You can wait one day, <laughs> like one day. And I kind of just hold it, <laughs> held my tongue. Um, this album, the entire Street Sermons album by Moray, top to bottom, great. I really, really like it a lot. You've already heard on our playlist two of the songs, I think Trenches and Quicksand, if I'm not mistaken. But I just, I think Moray has chops. Like this song, the song that I put it on is Can't Use Me. And it's it's by far the furthest, um, like a lot of the songs sound similar, but have very different beats and very different flow patterns. This is the furthest one away from the ones I put on the playlist before, mm-hmm. which is why I chose it. Um, but I think he earned a spot on the playlist. I mean, I challenged him to, to hear, give me something I hadn't heard before. I feel like this kind of was that. Um, the album, top to bottom, like I said, didn't stretch the genre, but this song was very incredible vocally, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And additionally, like lyrically, it's an extremely relatable song. And I'm willing to say it right now, and I'm hoping that this will continue to be the case, and I think it will. I like Moray more than I like Rod Wave. Hmm. I think I agree. I just think both of them... It's just it, something about, like, I definitely prefer Moray, his singing voice. I mentioned before, it, like, it seems a little less auto-tuned, more like soul R&B. But yep. something about it, it's like every time I listen to it, I'm like, why do, why do, I, why do I keep trying this thing I clearly don't enjoy? <laughs> like, it's like... It's not for you. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like trying to drink something bizarre, and you get a horrible hangover, but the next time you're like, I'm not going to get hungover. You I won't had, do it this I time. I had dinner this time. Like, I know I had mold wine, and I threw up all day, but I'm going to try again. <laughs> Like, and every time I'm like, I still feel awful. Like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Yeah. I think he might, he might beat you down at some point. Like he might break down your, your rough exterior at some point. Yeah. I think the issue is like, there's a lot of people that sound like him. So he's not necessarily like boring me from overexposure, but like the sound is just very repetitive and it's like, it's not too much of a flow change in his song. It's like a very similar melody over and over again oh see i totally disagree i think that this is the first like this album was the first time i was like oh he's like flying over flows like he he applies what little baby is doing in a sing-songy voice to his songs sometimes that is like he runs he runs over a beat interesting which i am i'm very into the pattern right now okay well maybe i'll give it the way that creates maybe like an album will hit better than a song though so maybe i'll I'll give it a listen we'll see if i feel any differently about it um, yeah. A few other Let things we didn't throw on the playlist that I want to quickly, quickly shout out. <laughs> quickly, quickly. Uh, Twenty Palace came out with another song. We're just gonna hold our thoughts to the album. I don't even remember what yeah. I feel album. about the song, but like, I hate when there's too many singles and they like confuse yeah. me. It's like, nah, just, just give me an album. album. Yeah, just give me one single album. Done. Uh, and then Julia Michaels, who's like a very famous songwriter, has written like "Sorry" by Justin Bieber, a lot of Selena Gomez songs, "Pretty Please" by Dua Lipa. Uh, she did what I'm afraid of john Bellion doing where her album just sounds like mediocre music she's made like she didn't save any good shit for herself no. she used it all on other people see i don't think that will happen to john Bellion because oh, he's he's actively talked against doing that <laughs> yeah yeah so it yeah. shows me that he's self-aware i never heard i don't know anything about her yeah but. i mean i really i really loved her two eps uh before this and <laughs> like i wrote down while listening to the album, like, this just sounds like Pretty Please by Dua Lipa, just not as good. And she <laughs> wrote Pretty Please. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck. Because that song is a banger. Like, good for her. Yeah. She got her bag with it. But, like, 
you didn't save enough for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Your and that's my thing. I think John, John Bellion writes songs for people. So yeah. he doesn't, yeah. I think like the difference, right, is Julia Michael may have like written that song and be like, wow, this is a really good song. And then given it to Dua Lipa. Whereas John Bellion is like, Justin Bieber needs a song. I'll write this. Yeah. Like, I think that he creates music for the person that needs it, as opposed to creating music and being like, who can I pawn this off on? Yeah. And the, the latter is usually what happens. Yeah. So that's fair. Yeah. So. Alrighty. Are we going to top three A to Z? Let's do it. I got to get reaccustomed to it. We took a week off. But top three A to Z is a segment. We have done all of the songs. So you have an entire iPod of songs that start with an A, a B, a C, so on and so forth. It's time to talk artists. Ryan and I are going to uh, take chances on some artists. And what I mean by that is choosing an artist gets you, yes, their entire discography. But secondarily, any music that you could see them putting out in the future. Yeah, their future discography. By choosing this artist, you are taking a bet on their future, but also what's locked in from the past. Which Mm -hmm. means, artists who have passed away, you're not getting any more music. But artists who are young in their tenure, you may end up getting a steal in a late draft. That type of situation. So, top three A to Z artists, we are on the letter A. I get to go first. And a quick aside, uh, the, if it's a the blank... Yeah. We're doing it like your your Spotify does it, where like it's the thing that precedes the the. Yeah, know? like the doors would be a D. Right, right, right. Yeah, the doors starts with a D. So, good call out. Good call out. Uh, I am going to take with my first round draft pick, Anderson Pac. Yep, yep. It was uh, a pretty easy choice. I think that was the clear. That was the Trevor Lawrence. If you didn't take him, yeah. everyone would have been like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I was really hoping there was some good second one that I could, because that's kind of why I like you going first. There's an obvious one for you. I, like. <sighs> I mean, for me, definitely. There's there's some okay. I'm confident in, but none that I'm like I feel like I can rip away from you. Like, okay, uh, I got you. That's yeah. why I'm looking forward to you going first, because like if there's one that I know like we both really like second, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take that one because you're gonna <laughs> take the clear obvious first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really have one for here. I was surprised by like I didn't have that many A's. I was obsessed with. So I'm not going to go with like the one I think you're going to take. I'm just going to go with probably my favorite A based on how much music they have, and that's the Avit Brothers. Uh, they're like a okay. folk uh, brother duo who just like absolutely they're adore. Good. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, they're really good. Cool. Um, that is not who I thought you were going to take, but it's a good one. Uh, next, I am going to go with – so this is one I wasn't sure. I was thinking about saving it till T, but I'm just going to take it here because I didn't have a ton of A's. But I'm going to go with A Tribe Called Quest. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that you could have done it either way. It, I could have done either. I went with A Tribe Called Quest because okay, it technically nice. is A Tribe Called Quest. I really only know like their two most popular songs, which are Total Vibes, but like I don't really know anything else. So. Some of their old albums are like, I can sit and listen to an entire album. Like, so it's, get it's, them on it's, vinyl it's a lot of bang shit. for your... Yeah, exactly. I got you. It's a lot of bang for your butt. I got you. Yeah, I was... Uh, my next one, I was going back and forth. Uh this person has a bunch of like songs I love, but I don't know. I was like, I don't know how deep their discography is. I'm still going Avicii. I think Avicii. Okay, has, that's who I thought you would take first. Yeah, I, I, honestly, Avit Brothers is way way ahead of Avicii for me because of how many Avit Brothers songs I love. But okay. Avicii has like five that are unstoppable, and then another ten that I like. You know what I mean? Sure. He's never been like put out an album and every song is tremendous. Uh, yeah. So, but he he, I gotta have him. He's probably yeah one of the favorite one of the most well-rounded djs so he's gonna be like when we put up the the post to see you know oh who do you want with a he's gonna be the first one entered yeah there'll be a lot of energies for sure Alrighty, my last pick i'm going with 
the one that I okay. So I'm torn, right? <laughs> because by not choosing a name that I'm about to not choose, my father is going to be livid. Oh, like no. he, he will be. He doesn't listen to podcasts, so it's not a big deal. But <laughs> I'll know. It's <laughs> so odd to look him in his eyes and know that I didn't pick this name. But uh, but anyway, what I'm going with, which is not the one that my father would would want me to, I'm going to go with Akon. I need Akon. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. And I, do you, I'll let you pick the last one. I'll tell you who it is that my father would be disappointed. Yeah, I don't see the third one was very difficult for me because it's a bunch of little ones I like, and like it's like, do I take an artist I don't know that well but I like or like? I'm I'm gonna go with Alan Stone, who is okay. I put him uh, on the pod a few times. He was like my um, uh, Georgia cover that I, yep. I was lazy and I was like, hey, I'm going to Georgia. Here's a song. I just got a wonderful soulful voice. Um, also, shut up on like Macklemore's "The Heist," but like right. really, he's not very popular at all. But just a great voice and all, like very solid. Every song he makes is solid. Yeah. So what was the uh, all right? What's your dad? My disappointed about? dad. Yeah. So <laughs> let's address the disappointed dad in the room. Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith. My oh, dad would God. be like, "Why did you not take Aerosmith?" Yeah. I'm like, ah, no, sorry, pops. Yeah, no. I'm definitely gonna take more older music with artists than I would have with songs. Same. But, I like Aerosmith, but I don't know if I need Aerosmith. <laughs> like, I don't either. We can, we can yeah. part our ways. I agree. I agree. Uh, only other real honorable mention I had was ASAP Rocky, but he's just not. Okay. He's not. He's not well rounded enough for me to consider taking. Yeah, I agree. And it's not like the future is any brighter than the past has been for ASAP right. Rocky. Uh, other ones I had, Audion. The one I was really thinking about is Arctic Monkeys, who's a very good rock I, band. I had them in the, my, my back pocket as well. They're just, every song is rock salad, but yeah. like only two or three I like need to live the rest of my life without. Yeah. Uh, other ones I wasn't as confident on, but worth mentioning, Alabama Shakes, Ariana Grande, Audio Slave, Astrid S, Amy Winehouse. If I knew more Aqu- Amy Winehouse. Okay, yeah. Aqualung is a, a very dad band, but they're... If I knew more Amy Winehouse, I'd probably pick Amy Winehouse because she's yeah, I mean, she's, she's tremendous. Definitely vocalist. one of the most talented, but yeah. it's just the number one. This discography is over. That's true. And number two, how often do you actually listen to Amy Winehouse? That's true. That's true. So I kind of had to play those types of things into my my choices. I feel like, but overall, pretty good. I like our picks. For yeah, a. So, I, solid start with it. I just enjoy artists more because there's like a, more of a discussion than just with one song. It's like you can yeah you can kind of and like I'm gonna forget a few in this whole thing that i'm gonna be no mad doubt. about like, oh man i forgot this uh but good thing song facts has 80s artists too i was nervous i was like how else am i, I know gonna <laughs> check out I, my I, I thought the same exact thing yeah. yeah all right pass the ox i've got an interesting one today it's just some slightly more I, sophisticated music <laughs> than uh, i mean it doesn't really have a clear theme but go ahead and guess <laughs> i just said classy elevator <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah uh so there's like a there's this one SpongeBob episode where Patrick is like, no, you must appreciate the taste for freeform jazz. <laughs> and like, that's kind of me. Cause I don't know anything about jazz, but like yeah. I randomly, it's actually all started because of watching the Queens gambit, which I'll get to later. And it's very, sure. very jazzy fifties music. Uh, so my first one's Regents park by Bruno major, put him on Instagram on our Instagram the other day. He just like pulls every ounce of stress right out of you. Just some new age sophistication, Similar to Billie Eilish, like feels like he's just like three inches from the mic, like singing with someone sleeping next to him, like a sleeping baby is next to him. Just a wonderful <laughs> voice I enjoy. Um, next we have Roy Hargrove, who's apparently a very famous trumpeteer who died a few years ago. Uh, but I really like the song in my random looking for jazz phases. Stumbled across this one. Nice, energetic, jazzy song. And his last one is the one I um, found or watching The Queen's Gambit. And... Uh, I had like a very interesting thought when I 
saw it. It's like uh, that's the that's the movie about chess, right? Yeah, it's a. I don't know. Have you not seen it or show? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so it's like a mini series, only like seven or so episodes. Um, so it is, it's actually like very like feels like a large movie that you just watch, um, like for seven hours of a TV show, um, set in like the fifties and sixties, and um. She's like walking up the stairs in this scene where this song is and like the guy she's living with at the time that's teaching her chess is like in the shower and this song is playing while he's like showering and she like gives this look of like, wow, since you're listening to this song, you're like way more attractive. And I was thinking like, does that music exist anymore? (laughs) Like, is there a song that has come out in the past 10 years where you're like, wow, since you're listening to this, like, I think you're infinitely more sophisticated and attractive. <laughs> like, drop it, drop it low, girl. Wow. Like, look at look at that guy. Over there. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's just, you're never going to find music with that level of sophistication nowadays. Sure. Yeah. That was, that was just kind of my thought. It's funny that you should say that because my theme is actually songs to listen to to make a girl feel more attracted to you. Uh, <laughs> actually? No, it's, it's not, no, it's not at all. <laughs> because I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, well, if you enjoy some jazz, you're welcome. You know, hope you had a good time. If you don't, go ahead and hit skip. Kyle's going to try to get you in that booty. <laughs> that's the first song he's got. That's the first song, you and that. He also says, you and that monkey. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that's uh, no, this is, this is the past the ox. Kyle had a crazy day at work, so I had to dip back into throwbacks. Nice. <laughs> that's what this is. Nice. So uh, the people love it. You know, you can't be mad at me. People yeah. love throwbacks, and they, they are hot off the press yet again. So I literally put, I went to my playlist, throwbacks, hit shuffle in the first three <laughs> songs I played. I love when we are, are honest about how lazy we are. Yeah. Well, guys, I didn't do my homework. <laughs> yeah, so here you go. Uh, so the first one is You and That, which is E-40, T-Pain, and Candy Girl. Dude, it's throwback. I, I love E-40's overpronunciation. Like, I feel like yeah. he must do that all the time. Like, he's in a fast food drive-thru. He's like, can I get a double cheeseburger? I hold the lettuce. Like, <laughs> have, I ever t- have I ever told you this story about the time I was driving to the coast of Oregon and Mitch was in the car and a song came on and, and we were, like, joking about E-40 and, like, the way that he talks. Mm-hmm. And there's a song <laughs> called Gun Shy. And Mitch was like, why is this song called Gushy? And I was like, what? <laughs> and so then the joke became that like this E-40 lyric that he and I say to each other all the time, which doesn't exist, is walk up in the club looking gushy. <laughs> you like, actually do a, quite a good E-40. Thank you. That that's great. my E-40 impression. But that's not walk a real E-40 lyric. Gushy. <laughs> but now we say it all the time. Hey, walk up in the club looking gushy. So I, don't know, I love that's E-40 cute. and... This this cover is also like one of the most iconic covers of all time. Oh, I know with these like, glasses that are like two yeah, millimeters tall. <laughs> like, how do you see anything? Out of those? Oh my god, I love you, Forty. He's so funny. Uh, next is one that if you played any sort of sport, this probably was played in your locker room a nine trillion times when we were younger, which is "Pass the Dutch" by Young Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of my favorite Young Money songs from back in the day. This this came out on the same album that had. Uh, Shit, what's the one where they're all like in the house and then like the music video like goes around the entire house and it's something about Bedrock. It's just the same oh, album. Okay. That had I love Bedrock. That's yeah. funny you say that because this song was not what you were describing of the locker room, but Bedrock really? absolutely was. Like, was? Okay. Not really the locker room, but like drive into a game. Like, just, you know, first gotcha. thing I put on the headphones, like, I can make it Bedrock. Okay, I don't know so why that's like a I guess past the dash was just like my, my locker room was just like deeper cut of this yeah. album, I guess. But that's fair. Um, I had a lot of white people, so I, they were in my headphones. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have the benefit of sharing my yeah. There you go. Taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then to round it out, one of the like 
I always like to, and this worked out really nicely because I literally hit shuffle and this one happened to come on, but I would say probably 33% of my throwback is like songs that most people haven't heard of, but they're weird 90s type yeah. vibes. Yeah. Uh, and this one is 100% in that same same vein. It's it's so hard by Big Pun and <laughs> Donald Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's just... these. The funny thing I laughed, these two album covers, the second two, and the third, yeah. the first one's hilarious too. They're just yeah. so big and bright and red yeah. and they have like diamonds everywhere. It's just like so like yeah. 90s. It's literally just like... It's like, yeah, like chain, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just 100% that vibe. Yeah, it's gaudy. These songs are gaudy. Very gaudy. Yeah, yeah super gaudy. It's great. But it's great. I just love... I love throwbacks. Yeah, this... uh. Yeah, I was waiting for you to have some sort of theme, but I was I was expecting that this was probably a lazy theme. <laughs> yeah, this is so, a lazy theme. Yeah, that's all good. That's all good. Uh, so yeah, hit our playlist if you enjoyed the pod. If you want to, you know, I always think it's more interesting to listen to the music after we talk about it. Like I'll listen to the 100%. playlist first to be like, yeah, I think it's fine. I'll like you know speak the podcast, listen to the podcast, and then I'm like, oh. This song's a little more interesting now. Or Kyle's like, yeah, it sounds like a Jonas Brothers song. He's like, damn it, I hate this song now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so just very polarizing one way or the other. Uh, So head to the episode description if you want to check out the songs uh, in the order we talked about them or Car Party playlists on Spotify. Uh, What else should we do? Anything else to talk about? Socks are hot. Socks look great. Socks look great without their four starting outfielders. I know. Don't eat them. Don't eat them. Can you imagine well, if like both I'd of us like were injured and this podcast was still good? That's unheard of. <laughs> like, what do you I mean? mean I, it's arguable whether or not it's good with both of us here. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, very arguable. arguable. Yeah. Maybe we'll make a poll. Do you like this podcast? <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like, no. Nope. <laughs> Everyone on follows like, no. this is what I needed to get rid of this <laughs> damn account. We did cross 200 followers on the Instagram. So if we just put up that poll and then like yeah. 90 oh, yeah. people say, no, we hate this podcast. Like, okay, that's fair. Shout out Christian Pulos. He got us like 20 followers for shout us out. Yeah. Chrissy Thanks, Pagan. Strong Man. Yeah. We appreciate you. Thanks, Strong Man. Uh, yeah. And um, don't forget to, uh, you know, I got to come up with better with that. Don't forget to. We out! Yeah, we out. <laughs>